0: Hello and welcome to FPL Radio. We are looking ahead to game week 8 on Friday the 15th of October. My name's Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr Ryan Hodges. Hello Ryan. Hello Matt. I was just saying, I feel, we was it feels
1: like it's been about a month, but it's only been two weeks. Uh, our time... Doesn't fly when international <laughs> breaks are on, but yeah, nice to speak to you again.
0: It is, yeah. We've uh, we've we've had a little bit of a rest during the international break. I, mean, I don't know about you, Ryan. I think I've watched a single minute of football over the last couple of weeks. I've, uh, my interest <laughs> no. in my interest in England between international tournaments is unfortunately uh, pretty non-existent with the sort of um, games they end up playing. But
1: anyway. yeah, no, I actually backed that up, and I didn't even know uh, there was a Nations League final that went on, and I think France won it. Uh, yeah and also england i thought i thought we'd stop playing teams like Andorra. so yeah that, that's possibly where my interest wavered where i cannot see the point of those fixtures
0: yeah well but, yeah. Let's, let's cast our minds back if we can you know dust it off um, look back at game week seven um that happened before the international break um it was a bit of a, a bit of a rough one a few sort of um uh, a few sort of blanks across the board really with some popular players but how did you get on Ryan what um, what were your moves and yeah what, what, what was your score for game week 7?
1: Okay I scored 41 points I made two transfers um, I pulled in um, Rudiger for Luke Shaw and I pulled in Rafina for Jota uh, I got no returns from both of them so they weren't the ideal transfers but I was sort of in in really planning future planning with those moves. Um, overall, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I suppose the highlight was Salah um, against City. He put in a tremendous performance and a, a brilliant goal, uh, but a captaincy foul with Ronaldo. Um, I just picked up a couple of clean sheets and I mean this saved us I think you and I and Matt on I think it was like one of the later fixtures between Brighton and Arsenal and it was a it was a very thankful nil-nil which you got clean sheet from Ben White and Sanchez but like the rest of the team was just dismal so yeah not ideal uh, I think I dropped another little red arrow I'm, I'm now down sort of yeah about, about four four hundred forty seven thousand. So, yeah, we're okay. I mean, it's still early days. Inside top five hundred Ks, all right. In general, years gone by. So, what about yourself Matt?
0: Yeah, pretty similar story. Um, made two transfers, moved out Alexander Arnold, who was ruled out of the of that game. Um, and again, sort of looking ahead, brought in Rudiger and also brought in Cancelo as well um, at the at the back. Sort of, um, I think we'll talk about it a little bit in terms of transfer strategy. But I think moving a bit of money into the defence is probably going to be the way to go over the next couple of weeks but yeah unfortunately neither of those players really returned for me and in that game week really got two points and Cancelo's big fat zero with a, with a yellow card and, and two conceded and yeah Ronaldo's surprise start on the bench um, uh, was a captain so yeah returned a, me- a mega two points but yeah I think as you say Sanchez and White um, sort of saved the game week really with that with that late Um, turn into 13 points but yeah uh, pretty sort of average across the board Um, definitely sort of thinking that's time to make some moves but yeah 40 points for me so just beat the average but yeah big uh, red arrow again so down to uh, 242,000 so not bad still pretty happy with that for sort of an early start to the season but um, yeah definitely sort of had a few red arrows over the last couple of weeks so it could well be time to make some moves.
1: Yeah, I think there's it's, it's actually really bunched up. You used from what you've just explained, like by just a couple of points, I think like I should have a look at this. But I think from where I'm sitting, I think 40 points, like two good game weeks above the average, you could be up into the top 50k. So it's 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 very very bunched up um, because pretty much we all did start around um, with the same sort of team. So, but we will now um, challenge the template with looking forward to. What's happening next? Um, I mean, yeah, I've got a load of fixtures coming up. Um, Matt, uh, I'll come to you sort of. I mean, it's, it's yes, it's a load of fixtures, but there is a fixture swing. So, what's catching your eye?
0: Yeah, we've, we, we've talked for a few weeks about um, yeah the fixture swings and sort of how things are going to move around around this international break. And we're now moving into, um, yeah, a few good runs of, t- of fixtures for a few teams. So, Chelsea in particular, um, although they start this week against Brentford, which is actually probably a tougher tougher fixture than it maybe looked on paper um, at, before the start of the season and um, they've started very well but um, yeah they're running into a big sort of um, bunch of green arrows so um, um, that's definitely going to be one to keep an eye on. Um, Manchester City as well also run into a few good fixtures they start with Burnley I think the aggregate score of City Burnley games over the last six or seven years at home is something like 40 to one or something like that city seem to win five nil every single year against burnley um so it could be one um you are obviously playing you're obviously always playing peps roulette of uh of forward attackers but if you can land on the right one could be a good uh, could be a good Fixture there, but yeah, there's some interesting ones. Um, it's going to be interesting to see um, uh, United playing Leicester um, three o'clock on uh, on Saturday. Leicester's defence pretty um, ravaged so far this season. Um, they've not really started very well at all. Um, United looking to bounce back. Obviously, Ronaldo, as we mentioned, was benched in that in that game. Came on after 30 minutes. Didn't really look very happy with. Um, with that turn of events, so I'd expect him to probably um, not start on the bench in too many games um, moving forward in the in the, in the Premier League. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, um, yeah, what he can do against a, a really sort of rope, ro- really sort of ropey Leicester defence. Um, whether United can, um, yeah, can can bounce back with a win. Um, what about yourself, Ryan? What are there any other fixtures particularly that are catching your eye so far? Well, I'd say the, the
1: the ones that have turned so people like i've got saw Watford's fixtures look awful Liverpool next Everton away Southampton at home they look a lot tighter Arsenal away Man United so that's out of five fixtures i've got him in my team it's a concern thing is um, well, the last time Wofford played, played Liverpool, uh, so was absolutely unplayable, and I think scored about eighteen points. So <laughs> yeah. you never know; uh, could, could lightning could strike twice. Um, but I, that's a that's a worry for me. Um, but also um, the, the other team that are sort of coming into sort of thinking is is um, into our thoughts of Southampton. Uh, a run of not bad fixtures over the next five, so leads this weekend and burn it home. Watford away, Astonville at home, and Norwich away has a very, very decent run, and with there's some really good, low-priced assets. The um, Southampton have got Livermore, and even that striker of um, Armstrong could be good options. Um, and those who have held on to Tony for all of these weeks, he's been he's been doing okay, but after this Chelsea. A fixture in game week eight, game week sort of nine onwards. It's not looking too bad. Leicester, Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle. So, not only you could potentially have already got Tony. Uh, you can look at M-, M-, M Bemo, who could be an option as well. So, yeah, it's um yeah, the time. It's good, good time to sort of uh, reassess and, and have a look at some other players that may have not already come into your thinking. So, I think this is where we come and talk around the. Um, the fixture swings are, that we've, we've pre mentioned. So, captaincy wise, um, I think if you've got a city asset with with the stat you just gave, Matt, of a, a pretty strong advantage for Man City at home to Burnley, you shouldn't look far past them. The 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 thing is, there is knowing who's going to play. Uh, but I think they'll have pretty much the big guns out there, and Foden is someone. Certainly on my watch list, just because of he's just i, I love him as a player um and I, he was brilliant against Liverpool and uh, and he's not bad value i think
0: he's is he just under eight million matt would you would you know that I think he might be seven point nine I think he's had a drop yeah, um, yeah. because he was out, he was injured the first part of the season yeah um, yeah seven point nine um, yeah um and interesting to know uh I, i've just seen
1: that um Ferrin Torres has been ruled out for a month. Have you seen that, Matt?
0: No, I haven't seen that news come yeah. through. He went off in one of the Nations League games, I think. Yeah. So um... a, a broken
1: something—I couldn't work out. I, it was just something I, I quickly, uh, quickly saw. So um, that's really interesting because he was holding that number nine position for City. Um, I don't know who's going to play it now because there is this. Um, South American teams who come in back late uh, from, their, from their World Cup fixtures so Gabriel Jesus I'm not sure whether he'll start or not so yeah Force 9 territory for Man City does Foden get that shout um, yeah it's um, that that for me if you can pinpoint the right player I think you'll get some rewards it's whether you can get the right player uh, Matt anything you've seen?
0: Um, I, I think I'm probably going to be looking at Salah this week. I mean, his form this season in FPL terms has been pretty incredible. He's averaging 10 points a game over seven games, which is, I mean, just phenomenal form. He's scored in every six out of seven games um, with with four assists as well. I mean, it's it's he's on track to smash all records, I think, if he can keep this up. Um, they play Watford um, in the early kickoff. Uh, I think it might have been the last time they played Watford, or certainly the last time, one of the most recent times that Salah might have even scored four goals against Watford but yeah um, he, he's um he's definitely one you know I, th- I think I think the City fixtures are tempting but as you say you know you're always going to be running that risk of of, of rotation I, I think Foden is one that's in my thoughts for a, for a transfer this week he's come back into the team after an injury um he looked really good against Liverpool but he did play I think he played at least twice for England and um, yeah I can't remember he might have played a third um and with um some important Champions League games sort of over the next over the next sort of six weeks as well. Um I think he'd be rotated, but um well we'll maybe talk a little bit more about transfers, but he's one that's, that's in my thinking. But I think I'm gonna really struggle to see past um Salah this week. Um although it is the early kickoff which i try and avoid captaining if I can, but um he's uh yeah he's he's in he's in just amazing form. But I think Ronaldo as well is a good option. Um like we said Leicester um you know start the season pretty averagely some some defensive injuries at the back Ronaldo is coming off back off that um sort of starting on the bench like a, a point to prove scored a few in the international break as well so um he could be one to see if they to see if they can um see if they can bounce back for sure but yeah I think those um you know it's a bit of a broken record at this point if you're looking at you know Captains every week. It's Salah's always got to be in that conversation, I think, and, and players like Ronaldo and Lukaku as well will will, will probably be up, be up there for most of the season. But I think for me, it's it's sitting on Salah at the moment. Um, I think I'll be hard pressed to move off that from a captaincy perspective.
1: Yeah, I can't can't disagree. He's uh he's he's been great this year, is not he? So uh, it's a shame we probably should have done a, a Toby Bushel special and just left it on him for the whole <laughs> season. We would probably would be a, a lot more points better off. Um. But yeah, you, you think you'll pick the fixture and as, as we sort of went for Ronaldo last and he was left on the bench and just yeah, the just one to one point and which is which, uh, not, not, not what you want from your captain especially from those premium prices we're paying but at least you know Salah is returning. Um, just want to, um, there's a fixture here and of course it involves my team. It, it, I think it's just this Spurs curse. We, we just always seem to... Uh, turn a corner before something else comes so Newcastle <laughs> now possibly to be the richest club in the world is is it is uh, from from this new takeover um I'd be interested to see what sort of bounce this gives to the Newcastle team and of course spurs are the perfect team to uh, just be knocked over um from a from a new whatever bounce is going to be at Newcastle I I think the fans will be really joyous that Finally, the, the the Sports Direct Ashley uh, dream is over, um, and I just think that that they they could create quite a noise, and I think the players now, if they if they can. Well, if they might up their game because there, there might be competition coming from uh, from whoever may want to join Newcastle um, in, in in the future. So, I just um, I feel that yeah, Newcastle could be an interesting team in the next sort of two three weeks. Uh, this sort of bounce around the club, um, keep an eye on some exmen, and also I'm not sure what Callum Wilson is in fitness, but. Yeah, they 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 could be they could be an interesting team uh, to sort of come out of from nowhere. Um, and Steve Bruce is... who knows what's going on with Bruce and everything else. Uh, well, well, any thoughts on Newcastle? And and I mean, we're not we're not going to go there. Let's point that out. But I think they're an interesting uh, story that's that's evolved over the again the international break.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. Th- I... I definitely think there'll be an impact on the fans. Um, It's still the same group of players. And I mean, at the time of recording, it's still Steve Bruce's manager. So I don't don't know how much of a massive impact that's going to have on, on the fixture. I mean, Players like Sam Maximan had been in my thinking anyway. Callum Wilson is, is was around my thinking sort of earlier in the season. So, you know, if if there's a bit of a bounce or, you know, looking ahead to the January transfer window, if they can bring a few players in, um, those sort of players as well, I think are, are, are going to become tempting assets. But um, yeah, I think probably a little bit too early to expect, uh, to expect <laughs> much of a pickup in, in fantasy terms on the pitch this week.
1: Yeah, well, it, it spurs. So yeah, the, the Blue Cross could be playing a better team to just, roll them over and uh and set them on their way uh good stuff right um well we sort of mentioned captions and things picking team transfers for yourself um transfers for yourself matt uh what you got two transfers or one no just just
0: one i mean i think it's um it's interesting sort of we for a while for a few weeks we've been talking about and i think my original plan had been to wildcard in this international break um I think I've probably talked myself into avoiding it this week um, and maybe I'll go next week or maybe I'll go in the next international break but I think kind of the things that I was looking at, at sort of doing was I wanted to I wanted to get on a few of these fixture swings so I wanted to get um, some Chelsea defense in some some City defense in as well um, so I've done that I bought in Rudigo and Cancelo I bought I took Alexander-Arnold out um, with a view to bringing him back in when I do wild card either you know either next week or in a couple of weeks time um, the one, sort of some of the other bits around the edges was I was, I was planning on doing sort of Ronaldo to Lukaku. I think I'll leave that this week with Ronaldo playing Leicester and Lukaku playing Brentford, but Lukaku plays Norwich next week, so I'd like to target that one. So um, probably... I think I can probably avoid a, a wild card this week. I mean, there are definitely some things that are starting to become problems in my team. I've got I've got Jotta, who was injured in the in the international break, um, and Firmino's back, so he's gonna sort of start seeing reduced minutes and to be honest it has been pretty underwhelming as a fantasy asset since I think I brought him in. I think he's got maybe one goal um so pretty average there and Mason Greenwood as well start the season in really really good form three goals in three um then Ronaldo came in and his attacking returns have dropped to a single assist since there so um he's one that I'll be looking to move on so definitely some um some work needed there um I've got Luke Ailing in defense who seems to be red flagged for a while so I'd, I'd look to move him around as well but I think I think I can probably avoid a wild card this week um I could probably just move on Greenwood and maybe Jota um uh look at maybe bringing I'd like to probably bring in an Everton player um whether that's Townsend or or Gray um they look like really good value um in in that sort of midfield um options which means I can free up some cash to go for probably a bit of a sort of bigger at the back strategy than I would have been thinking about at the start of the season I think probably if I could get something like Rudiger, Cancelo, Alexander-Arnold with then Livermento and White. That's a really, really solid defence. Gives me some options to rotate um, uh, a, a player out of midfield so I could go sort of four at the back if I needed to um, with, with sort of some of those players because that, that sort of strategy of bigger at the back means that, you know, you, you are obviously losing some value in midfield, but, you know, with Salah, Rafinha, players like, you know, someone from um, someone from Everton, um, you know, M- Waymo you mentioned as well at uh, Brentford is playing out of position, Um there's definitely some options there I think so I think probably my plan this week will be yeah to do some tinkering around maybe take a hit and and move on maybe move on Jota and and Greenwood or, or probably at least Greenwood I think um uh with a view to maybe getting Alexander-Arnold back in um either this week or, or on the wild card but yeah I think um I think I could avoid the wild card this week I think kind of um I think next week's a good one a good one to do it as well I think um you know we've, we've you're still catching that Chelsea wave, um, and you. But it means you're sort of keeping some of the fixtures around. Um, you know Ronaldo playing Leicester, and other bits and pieces like that. Um, so I think that's probably going to be my plan. Um, yeah, unlikely to wild card sort of in the next in the next forty eight hours. But um, you know, unless some 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 late news comes in, it is a bit annoying. So Rafinha I think is almost certainly going to miss the game um, against Southampton. Um, uh, I think I think Brazil are playing on Friday or something like that, and Leeds are playing on that's a tale so it's uh, yeah. it's unlikely that, that that'll be back and yeah I think you've mentioned players like Jesus at, um, at City as well and, and um, uh, you know Edison and, and um, uh, Tiago Silva another one Tiago Silva he... yeah so yeah, yeah any, anyone sort of in that South American sphere I think um, yeah. you would probably want to avoid this week so yeah I think that's yeah. probably going to be my plan I think I'm going to you know one of the things that gives me is that means I can go for a little bit more of a punt this week so if I wanted to maybe bring in Phil Foden or Jack Grealish or something like that as a sort of to target that that Burnley um, uh, that Burnley game. I can do it with a view to you know obviously moving them out either next week or in sort of um, so the next international break. I think is after game week twelve um, where there's another sort of big fixture swing. So that could be another one if you haven't if you haven't pulled your wild card yet um, and you don't want to do it sort of in the next couple of weeks. Maybe hold out for for three or four more weeks and then you've got again another sort of run of fixtures. But what about you, Ryan? What has your team looking? What's the uh, what, what's the feeling on transfers this week? I'm assuming you didn't pull the wild card either.
1: I didn't. Um, yeah, basically, I suppose when I, I set my team up, and I suppose it's the Arsenal players that have come back into form that I had. They, they, they started terribly, but now Smith Rowe and White are really good assets, so they're they're fine, not going anywhere. Tony, um, he was one we had concerns about, but his fixture swing coming up, is pretty good. I suppose the three players I'm I've got a problem with is Saar Rama and Williams but the thing is I can bench all three of them and play the rest of my team so it's not a bad bench to have so I think going going on to the, some of those points around like, these international breaks and injuries coming back is I think just as long as you've got at least one or two playing bench players that, that really helps um, so yeah Rafina, if he's not back then I'll just get Sar off the bench or something like that or I'll play Tony I've just got to make a decision which one I play um, both not got great fixtures but we've seen Tony can do do some think, good things um, certainly against Liverpool so I've got three yellow flags at the moment Rüdiger Alexander-Arnold and well, the, the 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 said Rafinha so um, I'm not worried Rafinha I can place Rüdiger and Alexander-Arnold Rüdiger it was a back complaint that he got rested I'm assuming he will be back for Chelsea just because it's Thiago Silva. I think they'll, if he's fit, he'll play. So I'm hopeful that will turn out. Alexander Arnold. I think again I've seen some things that he looks like he will be back. So that's great. I held on to him. I had made a transfer. I bought Aspera Quater in for Chufel, um West Ham. I wasn't really playing him and he was quite expensive at five million. So I had a bit of money in the bank and I just put Espelagueta in. So I've doubled up on Chelsea at the back. I did have the money to get a City defender in and DS was the one I was thinking of. Um, I slightly regret not putting one of them in, but I feel over this run worth Chelsea, like fourth. I think it's five five really really good fixtures. I think I might get a better return from these two Chelsea players than what I'll get from this like an immediate three City fixtures. So, and also the rotation with Pep, I just sort of steer clear. i was just going to be bothered to go there. I, I think I'd rather take a chance in the midfield spaces with the City team, and I think I'll get more rewards that way. So that's that's what I'm looking at really. So, um, um, yeah, I've just just got some late decisions. Uh, Wildcard in so I'm okay for now I'm just going to try and hold out as much as I can um yeah I, I I've I bundled through to now and I feel I'm still not willing to panic just yet so so I'll, I'll just keep going and and if for whatever reason there's there is a problem um then I've always got that wild card to do I've I've got similar thoughts uh, I think I know next week's transfer I think it's Ronaldo out for Lukaku assuming Lukaku he's be yellow flagged at the moment. I think I think he just makes sense. And then that gives me quite a bit of money back from the Renaldo Lukaku to then upgrade Ben Rama or saw So yeah, that's uh, that's so where I'm looking at. And again, a, a minus four to just sort of change two players around. and you'll get yeah, that's that seems to me worth a hit uh, to be able to do that. So lots to think about, but um Differentials watch list. So if you are on a wild card or you're looking at these fixture fixture swings, Matt, have you got anyone who you think could be quite a nice asset to own over the sort of now and next few game weeks?
0: Yeah, I think... um, uh... We, we sort of touched on quite a few of the ones that i'd probably be targeting i mean i think from city you could definitely i think phil foden as a short-term punt um you know um particularly with sort of the in- injuries with, with torres ruled out with with jesus almost certainly not going to play um you know that that kind of means that foden will probably almost have to start i mean there's a lot of options in that city attack but i'd expect him to um to, to, to be involved at, at least sort of in those next couple of games I think he's in he's in good form um, two point two percent own Foden yeah he's He, he Grealish. Started, started the season injured so he's only come yeah. back he played he played sort of he came in back in games. yeah last fifteen against Southampton and then played Chelsea and, and Liverpool so um, that is very
1: very enticing and Jack Grealish seventeen point three percent I mean if ever I was to choose one I'd always go Foden uh, just uh, yeah I mean I better s- in product.
0: My sort of feeling on, on Grealish is that he's probably going to drop out of the team for a few weeks. I mean, we, we see this kind of with um, with wingers that when they join City, um, they always always struggle in their first season, and, and Pep sort of likes to give them a bit of a run at the beginning when they're sort of signed to kind of get them a, a bit immersed, and then and they t- seem to take a step back. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, injuries notwithstanding, if if Greedish sort of starts a few on the bench, because he's, I think he started every premier league game so far this season. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he sort of takes a, takes a few weeks out um, and and Foden could be the man to benefit from, from that. So yeah, I think, I think particularly with, with my view that I'm putting a wild card in the next sort of three or four weeks, I think I will bring Foden in because I can always get him out. If it turns out not to be, um, not to be great. Um, The other one, if I'm, if I'm sort of thinking about, you know, maybe being a bit more of a bit of a radical strategy, um, I might be tempted to go with Timo Werner at Chelsea. um, Oh, nice. To sort of double up maybe with Lukaku or or maybe sort of playing, you know, Ronaldo and, and Werner if you, you know, you. Ronaldo and Lukaku is a lot of, a lot of cash but um, yeah Werner's come back in sort of started the last two games up top alongside um, Lukaku um, scored again in the game against Southampton scored in the international break as well um, you know this is a guy that I think we all sort of saw last season I think he started in he's definitely started in my team might have started in your team as well it was a really exciting option coming into the league had an unbelievable amount of goals ruled out for off for, for VAR offsides um but that does mean you know he's playing right on the edge and, and you know he's getting in good positions and his finishing is actually not terrible if he could just stay on side so um you know potentially he could be one if he sort of if he sort of is able to turn things around you know he's 8.6 he's 8. million owned by 1.8% of the game um it could well be an option you know sort of playing up top alongside Lukaku maybe that's kind of what he needs to unlock his uh uh, you know his, his his potential finally sort of in this in this Chelsea team. So yeah, it could be an option if you're um, you know if you want to keep Ronaldo and you you can't stretch to Lukaku as well. You know you could you could make a move from someone like Antonio to 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 Werner, um sort of with this nice run of fixtures. But um, you know he, prepare to be a bit frustrated with with seeing goals go in that are then ruled out offside. But um, <laughs> you know he's he's scored a couple, so maybe he's turning turning a bit of a corner. You never know. But um, yeah, it could be one um, if you really if you're looking to target this this Chelsea run of fixtures. Um, uh, Lukaku is also yellow flagged as well at the moment, but I think he'll be fine. But um, yeah. yeah, Werner, I think is a bit of an outside shout, but you never know.
1: Yeah, Lukaku flagged for uh, reported to have muscle fatigue. I don't know what that means, but I assume he'll be fine. Rolled out against Brentford at the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Werner, uh, I think he's actually posting better all round stats than Lukaku over the last four games. So. You never know; he might be that player we all thought he was going to be. So, um, yeah. Yeah, um,
0: Lukaku, I, interestingly enough, actually hasn't returned in his last three, four, it? three, I think. He, six, three. Yeah, he, he returned against Arsenal. Nothing against Liverpool. Returned against Aston Villa. So he's returned in okay. two out of uh, six games. So, yeah. but you know, I think, I think. Lukaku we know is a bit of a bit of a sort of flat track bully so yep. you know that game against Norwich next week looks incredibly tasty for him <laughs> yeah. Norwich Woodcastle he... Burnley I mean Will he be well.
1: benched? Because it's between Champions League games will he be benched? I... Do they need to play him?
0: I don't I, th- I think you know
1: Probably get him goals I think that's the key thing isn't it? I
0: think he's 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 a player that sort of um, always sort of struck me as a bit of a sort of confidence player You want he wants to sort of get yeah. a bit of a run of games and a, and a run of goals and so um you know I think Chelsea are, you know they're they're doing well in the champ in their champions league group as well, so I suspect he will uh, yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah, too. it's not
1: so much pressure for them to qualify now. Okay, so I'm going to Southampton. I mentioned a fixture sh- fixture swing. Um the player is a forward, he's Adam Armstrong. Um, so he's only six million in the game, owned by two point seven percent. So they've got Leeds, Burnley, Watford, Hospital and Norwich. A really good run of fixtures. Um, I think last year i wish i had these stats i keep quoting them but i never give you backups behind them but i think he was the most he had the most shots in the championship last year and actually i think adam armstrong is over the second or third highest shots in the premier league as well so uh so yeah he's he's getting the shots away i think he's returned twice this year as goals um and also i think the the other side of it is shay adams is nowhere near the first team so he's, he's locked on in that position so six million um Decent, um, good set of fixtures. So he could return. The other player is is at Wolves. Um, it's not uh, Raúl Jiménez who did did get a couple of assists, but it's the guy he assisted. It was Huang, 4.5 uh, percent owned, only 5.6 million um, as a forward. Now he's got a good good few minutes under his belt in the last two games. Um, their fixtures are fair to middling. Um, they get better towards sort of December, but they're, they're, they're games that they they should be able to return in, wolves well, if they've turned a bit of a corner. But again, I'm looking at the price point for Huang uh, five point six million. If, if you are looking to unlock um, some cash, um, yeah, that's that's sort of my my couple of sort of short to long term picks. I, 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 then they're, they're certainly not going to be premium assets. The one p- person you could take a punt on is possibly Kevin De Bruyne. Um this week if you're I don't know free hitting or, or wild carding. De Bruyne against Burnley, he could go crazy, could stick capsy on him and and away you go. Um I expect him to play. What do you reckon Matt do you think he'll play?
0: I think so, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he he made some appearances in international break. He's not yeah. he's not looked particularly like no. he's he sort of really got going this season so far, but um, no, yeah. just just wondering
1: this one 2.2% owned. Uh, and if you ever want to go there again, his <laughs> record against Burnley is absolutely insane. Uh, it's just, it's just, do you go there again? Uh, I'm not, <laughs> but anyone again on a wild card on a free hit, I think you, these people are really, really good players to sort of just think one week punt away you go um it'd be interesting to see whether whether the trend continues so, so it's going to be a burnley one nil win then is it matt uh
0: wow well, you never know but uh i think if you put money on on that you would be handsomely returned if it did uh,
1: <laughs> yeah if it did come off yeah probably better than euro millions
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just another shout out as well for um and bueno uh, um uh, he's, cheap and, uh, he's 5.5 million um, particularly sort of uh, we, uh, I talked a little bit about sort of a bit going bigger on defence, he's definitely one that I'm keeping an eye on as an enabler. He's he's playing sort of out of position up top with that with, with Tony. Um so if you've not got Tony or even if you do and you, need, you want to sort of double up, five point five million for him, he scored two goals this season. Um uh, yeah they got Chelsea this week but then really nice run of fixtures sort of after that. So it could well be one. Um if you're looking to free up a bit of cash, um you could move someone like a Jotter or a Greenwood down and, and move some, some some money around. So he's definitely one that's in my thinking um for for the next couple of weeks. Although I do have Tony so whether I want to double up I don't I don't know but um, yeah it could well be options if you're looking for someone at that price point I would definitely um, keep an eye on him great stuff thanks Matt brilliant well I think that's probably going to do it for us uh, for us this week lots to think about um, you know getting back into the swing of it after an international break um, we've got until Saturday uh, 16th of October at 11 a.m. to make those decisions that's the deadline um, this week um, pretty nice sort of compact weekend of football Saturday Sunday and and one game on on Monday night Arsenal Palace um but yeah we'll uh we'll have to see how it goes see what sort of moves and moves and shakes particularly sort of looking out for some press conferences on on Friday um for some of these Brazilian players you know sort of what the status is about about anyone coming back from from there and also you know I I don't think the red list is much as much of an issue anymore but potentially you know we could have a few sort of players caught up in, in in some travel um shenanigans so definitely um Keep an eye on it. Leave your transfers late if you can. Um, watch out for sort of any late late news around that. But um, yeah, that's that's going to do it for us this week. I think Ryan, you're away next week, so we'll uh, we'll have to see what yes. we can do about maybe getting in a maybe getting in a guest host to uh, to replace you to get some 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 different opinions. But we'll uh, we'll we'll see what we can do, and uh, we'll we'll speak to you. We'll speak to that But yeah, best of luck for the yeah. game week. Um yeah, from myself and from Ryan. Thank you very much. Yeah, good luck all. Cheers then.